This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Well, this next story is getting a lot of views on StraitsTimes.com. Have a look. Singapore home cams hacked and stolen footage sold on pornographic sites. The videos appear to be taken from IP or internet protocol cameras commonly used in homes here for security purposes or remote monitoring. The hacked clips feature couples, breastfeeding mothers and even children. Most in these groups were in various stages of undress or compromising positions. So who's behind the hack? Well, apparently a group which can be found on social, mes social messaging platform Discord that is dedicated to hacking IP cameras. So how do our IP cameras get hacked in the first place? Well, let's discuss this with tech editor at The Straits Times, Irene Tham. Now, Irene, how could instances like what was reported happen? What loopholes do we look out for? Well, these are Internet of Things or connected devices, and um, they've contributed to a growing IoT nightmare simply because the rules that surround how they're being protected in cyberspace are lax. Um, if you search on e-commerce platforms such as Shopee, Lazada, and Qtan, you notice that most of these cameras are unknown brands from Chinese manufacturers, and they have many problematic settings. Among these problematic settings, we have default passwords or no passwords at all to secure the devices, and the images captured by these devices are stored on a cloud platform, and many of uh, these platforms may not be properly secured even. And then users also have no option to store the images on their own Google Drive or removable storage hardware. So users who do not know any better buy these cameras because they are cheap and easy to install. And we also know that some companies are known to have installed these cameras as they are cheap, but there may be a price to pay when the data is leaked. So how do we secure our IP cams then, Irene? Um, okay, well, I guess users should first exercise caution when selecting what to buy. Um, it's not like, you know, a computer which you can install an a antivirus scanner or software to protect your, your system. You have to choose a, a camera from a reputable seller, um, first things first, and select a product that allows you to set your own password. Do not use default passwords that come with the product. Users can also look forward to a new cybersecurity label that rates the security of IoT devices like surveillance cameras um, in the months to come. Um, these are security labels are similar to your energy labels. It helps users to decide um, how secure they are and then it helps with the buying decision. The voluntary scheme is pioneered by the Cybersecurity Agency of Singapore recognizing the growing problem and it has been launched and first for Wi-Fi routers and smart home hubs, but it will be expanded to cover security cameras in the months to come. We can expect that. So like energy labels, the more asterisks you have, the more secure it is. Mm. So the very basic is, um, is it comes with uh, a unique password that users can set and security software updates. Right. Well, it's not just IP cams. You know, now that many of our viewers uh, are working from home, our laptop and desktop cameras are potentially vulnerable to cyber criminals. So, Irene, you know, this happens even when the camera itself isn't switched on. That's a bit concerning, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is, uh, which is why I put a sticker over my camera, my laptop camera, by default all the time, unless I need to uh, turn it on and use it for uh, virtual meetings like this. So it is a very cheap solution. Just get any sticker and just stick it on, you know, if not in use. But you'd have nothing to worry about because most laptops have operating systems with baseline security features already enabled. Some of these baseline features are access and password management. 
And most work computers also have additional security software, such as your virtual private networks and antivirus scanners. So they are already secure and very, they are not that easy to hack into unless users themselves uh, click freely on links embedded in uh, emails that take them to dodgy websites where malware can be found. So trust me, if malware is already uh, in your system, camera images were the last thing you worry about because you worry about also your files and online transactions, including banking passwords and all these will also be at risk of being stolen. Mm. So Irene, laptops are one. And then of course we have our personal gadget, right? Like our mobile phones, uh, even our tablets as well. Are they also you know, at risk of um, being hacked as well in a similar way? And if so, how do we protect uh, our personal devices? Okay, so like laptops, the operating systems of most smartphones and tablets come with baseline security features and privacy settings. Um, while you may have seen reports online about uh, Chinese smartphone and laptop makers, um, you know, uh, having you know installed in, having installed secret backdoor programs to allow text messages, emails, and images to be sent to China. Um, well, we do not know if the data is indeed uh, being sent to China or if the data is used for advertising or foreign surveillance purposes. But uh, if users are being spied on, I think they should watch what they download because this is something they can control. Many mobile apps seek access to a lot of sensitive information, such as users' online and social media identities and location. Some apps even ask for your microphone and camera functions to be accessible by the app. So smartphone leaks, if it occur, or, or, or laptop leaks, or, or tablet leaks, if they occur, are most likely through dodgy or poorly secured mobile apps. Mm -hmm. So if you really want to you know, be safe, do not freely download anything from app stores or what have you, or even site load applications. Make it a point also not to freely click on links embedded in your text messages or WhatsApp. You may be taken to websites where malware can be found. Right. Well, great advice there, Irene. Thank you so much for coming on to the show uh, to shed more light on this matter that was tech edited at the Straits Times. Irene Thumb. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.